Okay, welcome to another episode of A Ride with Coters. Today I'll be taking you on a very interesting topic, 10 things that rule the world. You know, when this topic first came to my mind, I told myself that I have to share this with my listeners. You know, without wasting much of your time, let's get to it. 10 things that rule the world. And we'll go with number 10, family. You know, family performs several important roles in society. It provides its members with social identity. Family can influence so many things when it comes to a child's life, like a child's brain development, prospects of success in life, the formation of future relationships, health, and the overall satisfaction, life satisfaction of the child. And people tend to ask, how does family affect the value system of a society? And I will answer that. One of the major roles that a family plays is to prepare a child to become a productive member of the society. This process is known as socialization. It involves teaching children societal values, skills, behaviors, and more if I cut it short. Family instill traditions, culture, moral values, and beliefs that shape the future generations. Family, in conclusion, have a profound impact on the lives and in the world in general. If a child misbehaves, first thing that people ask is, where is he coming from? Who are his family members? For example, when a child coming from a very abusive and violent home, where all the parents do is abuse and quarrel each other every day, making the man beat the wife on almost on a daily basis. There is a, you know, when, when, we, when we talk of this, domestic violence is a major problem we have in the society, but that is by the way. There is an 80% chance that the child will grow up and follow the footsteps of his father or mother. So what am I trying to say? Families have a great role to play in the betterment of the world in general. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. That is a portion from the Bible. But that training that is being talked about begins from the home, that is the family. The church and the school might play some part in it, but where does that child return at the end of the day? His home, his family. You know, I will cut this short and you will get to read more about it on, the, uh, on our book that I'm going to make available soon for everyone. So moving on, if the family is not structured right, it tends to affect a child in every way. That is why you see children without family, they find it very difficult to grow up. Some of them grow up and then turn into so many unspeakable things that I don't have time to start mentioning. But what I'm trying to say is that family plays a very important role in our society. Moving on, number nine, you talk of greed. You know, greed has been a common thing in the society today. When you ask a greedy man, he will tell you, I'm just trying to get what is mine. 
There's a difference between trying to get what is yours and being greedy. You know, dictionary definition of greed is intense and selfish desire of something. A person dominated by greed will often ignore the harm their actions can cause to others. Many greedy people obsessively pursue wealth and other desires as a substitute for what they feel is lacking inside them, but they ignore the high price that comes with greediness. You know, that is a stunted life. On the contrary, the greedier he becomes, the more he advances to the path of self-destruction. Greed is like a leaking bucket that cannot be filled. And then people ask, how does greed affect society? It affects the society in so many ways. From hoarding of materials and objects, theft, robbery, especially by means of violence or manipulation of authority, these are actions that are being inspired by greed. Like a man said, greedy people are everywhere. In the market, in the government, and even in religious places. Few things that can cause greed are money, food, power, and attention, just to mention a few. That's why you see people getting in so many troubles because of greed. I, I, I saw the other day someone was being beaten and unfortunately he died. Why? Because he went to steal. And when you investigate him, you find out that he's better than so many people in the society. But what made him, what led him to that action? Greed. Well, moving on, we go to number eight. Politics. When I say politics, I don't just mean the politics that politicians play. Yes, that is also politics. But I mean the politics that we see on our everyday life. There are politics everywhere, even on the in unimaginable places, in the market, through offices, and even in religious places too. Let me give you an example. A school just retired the principal, and the replacement was supposed to be from the oldest teacher in the school. Then one of the new teachers, because he knows the education minister, the teacher will go strike a deal with the minister and you will be installed as the new leader, as the new principal. In response to their deal, you know, politics can make the society either good or bad. Like the leader, the type of politics they play determines the state of the nation. Let me not go further on that. Politics has a significant impact on our everyday life, like I said before, because it directly influences what kind of world we live in. Political decisions made by government officials, lawmakers, leaders, or even individuals with certain amount of power impact everything from education to healthcare to criminal justice and so many more. We can see the influence of politics in our daily life, 
in many ways, like the quality of public schools and universities our children attend, the healthcare you are able to access, and the way police enforce laws and handle cases of local crimes are all directly affected by the political decision made by lawmakers and the government officials. Moving on from politics, we go to number seven, lust and desire. Like I said in our former episode, desire leads to lust. Why I put these two together is because they go together. I have an equation for lust and desire, which is desire plus lust equals temptation risk to power destruction. That is my equation of lust and desire. You know, when you desire to be successful and you work so hard legally to achieve success, that is a desire with good intention. It is not bad to desire success, but it is bad when you desire for bad reasons. Desire is a very strong feeling, but when it is not controlled, it leads to loss. That is when you see yourself doing evil things just to satisfy those desires. Then the equation comes in, desire plus loss equals temptation risk to power destruction. You can write that down. There are desire for power, desire for wealth or money, desire for so many other things, desire of belonging. Then that is when you are ready to do whatsoever it is just to belong in the society. That is a destructive one. You know, people then ask, how does lust and desire affect our society? Every living thing has its own desire. The plant, they need air and the sun to grow. It becomes their own desire. Animals and human beings, we need food, water to survive. It becomes our desire. Now, most of you will be asking why I call those things our desire. Yes, it is what the body desires to grow. It is what the body desires to be fresh. Yes. Let me tell you, it's only when you're coming from a very far journey, maybe at, for 18 hours, you've not had any food or any drink to eat, and you're coming back and you live in a society maybe where food is scarce, food and water is scarce. I'm just giving an example. So, and you're coming back from an 18 hour journey, and you meet a man with a very cold bottle of water and a very delicious food. Let me tell you, you go to the extent of milling down to get that water and that food at that moment. Even not to say, some people can even kill just to get that water and that food at that moment. So what am I trying to say? The body desires those things to grow. It desires those things to be fresh, you know? You know, it's only taste and hunger that can make a man think otherwise. But those desire is what I call inbuilt desire. They were created to help humans and plants to survive it becomes our desire but that is by the way which brings me to those ones that destroy our soul you hear cases of rape father sleeping with daughter sacrificing human beings for more power or even uh, uh, political positions and so many more you know rape happens all the time but what i'm trying to say is that 
young girls should also help matters now because how can you expose some sensitive part of your body and you're visiting a man that you are, you don't know him very well you have you've not visited him before and you're exposing your body to visit him and maybe when you get there he loses control and you stop back right and then you get raped anybody who rapes somebody whether girl or boy will be punished severely punishment but I'm trying to say that girls should equally help matters too. So that it doesn't look as if they are the ones asking for it. You know, when you want to visit uh, someone that you have not visited before, to cover up, or best, meet in a public place first. Then when you get to know the person more as time goes on, you can start doing home visit. But still, you need to still cover up when you're visiting someone that you're not sure. I know that rape is even in men, yes, but it's higher when it comes to women. It's like a 70-30 kind of something, a very disgusting thing. You come to the case of the father and the daughter. How do they put it? Because the daughter is sexy, and the man will be looking at the daughter in a certain way. Next thing, bah, desire comes in, bah, plus, in. Next, the stories that touch the heart. What I'm trying to say is that loss cannot happen without desire, and the world is filled with it. So, that is by the way, moving on, we go to number six government. You know, I won't talk much on this because we all know the power the government holds in our society. The dictionary definition of government says a group of people with the authority to govern a country or a state or a particular ministry and office. They make all the decisions and they take all the actions. They make the law and they enforce the law. In fact, they control the affairs of the society. In general, government is important in the leadership of every nation. Without the government, there will be no system. Let me go take a glass of water and when I return, we continue from where we stopped. I still remain your host, Kenny Cotez. Stay tuned. Time by 17, wanna have the bands, only good life. I took on a man, I know. I 
and I know what they want to say that I'm nobody. Yeah. So much pride, so much pride, so much pride, so much pride. Don't give a net, don't give a net, don't give a net, don't give a net, Tell me I said it right, give me the mortal life before you hit the game. Send me my hallelujah. I'm on your case, wanna show up Planting bodies, spending money, getting it wrong Making mistakes, making regret, trying to get it right This girls having all the fun, baby rules at 17 Wanna have it up, but 17, wanna have it up, but Life is a bad and the ocean, don't you get it when you say that We are bad Life is fun when we're young Okay, welcome back to The Ride with Cortez. Before we went on a break, we were dealing on the topic 10 things that rule the world. And we stopped at number 6, the government. Now moving on, we have to number 5, which is business. The backbone of every economy. You know, business started since the time of our forefathers. And to say that, the economy of every nation depends on its ability to do business. It's not an understatement. There is no nation that can function without business. In fact, business is a very important tool in the development of a nation. Business can provide opportunities for people to create wealth and improve their economic circumstances, regardless of their background or socioeconomic status. Business can reduce poverty and increase the economic mobility, which offers positive effect on the society as a whole. To answer the question people ask, how does business affect the nation? I have answered that already. You know, entrepreneurship is one part of business that boosts both the economy of a nation and impacts the social life of an individual. So before we continue, you get to read more on this when I make the book available. But before we continue, let me give you a little tip. Let us do a little business. Are you a business or a corporate or a leisure traveler? Or you are in town with your family on a vacation or holiday? I have good news for you. I have got a perfect, fully furnished, luxurious home for you in the capital city of Abuja, Nigeria. Smart, pocket-friendly, good condition, fully equipped kitchen, security, stable network, it has it all. Grab your numbers before we continue. You can call 080-3837-4069. I repeat, 
0803874069. That is for Nigerian line. You can call their US line on plus 151-0491-6368. I repeat, plus 151-0491-6368. Check it out and you thank me later. Now let's move on. We go to number four, religion. You know, religion contributes a lot towards social control and it strengthens social order. It teaches people moral behavior and helps them learn how to be good members of the society. In the Christian tradition, the Ten Commandments are perhaps the most famous. Religious practices appear to have enormous potential for addressing today's social problems. Undeniable and satisfactory evidence indicates that the regular practice of religion has beneficial effect in nearly every aspect of social concern and policy. Different religions, different beliefs, but we all work towards the betterment of the society. Religious practices promote the well-being of individuals, families, and the community in general. Religious activities reduce the rate of domestic abuse, crime, and so many more. In addition, religious practices can increase physical and mental health and even contribute to the betterment of a nation. Without wasting much time, we go to number three, education. I repeat, education. If I start talking about the impact of education in our society, we won't live here today. So we'll, let me make it short. The dictionary definition of education says, education is the process of receiving or giving systematic instruction, especially at a school or university. That is the dictionary definition. In fact, it is safe to say that the development of every nation depends on education. There is no world without education. But when I mean education, I don't mean the education, only the education that the school and the universities has to offer. I mean education in general, because learning is on a daily basis. And when you when you are learning, you are being educated. Now, education doesn't just end in going to school and having some degree. Their education is continuous. We learn every day. There are some who did not even attend primary school, but they are more educated and more experienced than some of us who has degrees or degree holder. Education is key. Education is power. Every experience, whether good or bad, educates you. You learn from it. School is to further enlighten you and prepare you for what you want to be in life. It's like a guide to further knowledge. Education empowers individual and drives economic growth. It promotes social cohesion, improves health sector and innovation. Education serves as a catalyst for personal, societal, and global development. Let's end it here. 
We move to number two. Power. Power is powerful. I say it again. Power is powerful. There was a saying that power corrupts the mind. There is a big truth in that. Power is majorly associated with politics in our society today. With power, one can influence or even change the society. Power is used to take control over others according to the interest and motivation of the person or persons in power. People with power are more likely to be listened to than those without power. Those with power may also have access to resources that those without power do not have access to. For example, a leader or let me say a president has access to the nation's funds and can do whatever he wants with it without being questioned. But the moment he or she steps down as the leader, the immunity, the power that he or she has over the nation steps down with him or her. Oh, you understand? By then, he or she will no longer have access to all those items. Power is sweet, but can be destructive at times. Some abuse the power when they when given to them, while some make the best of it. The good or bad of a nation depends on those in power, those who have the power, or those who control the power. Most times, those with power find it very difficult to listen to those without power. I will give you an example. You see a child trying to correct his father or his mother. They see it as the child being disobedient, depending on how the child tries to do that. But the point I'm trying to make is that, at the end of the day, that child ends up being punished. Or is it an employee who tries to correct his boss, ends up being fired? Power is powerful like I said from the beginning. But that is by the way, let's not stay on this and waste more time. We move over to number one. The Baba of all of them all, the Udubu of them all, number one, money, the king of them all. In fact, you can say that money holds them all. Maybe one of these days I will give you the history of money, but that is for another day. My tribe, Ibu, we call it Ego, some call it Udi, while some call it Owo. Money facilitates commercial transactions, enabling people to obtain the resources to survive. You know, since after trade by butter, money functions as a medium of exchange to support commercial transactions between buyers and sellers. Money allows us to meet our basic needs, like to buy food, shelter, pay for healthcare services, and others. Those needs are essential. Pardon me, I'm using my native language. But when the money is not enough to do those things, you will see our personal well-being and the well-being of the community as a whole suffers greatly. You know, after God, money is another thing that human beings worship. Some even love money more than their family. 
even some love the money not to say some love this money past our god our creator that is why you hear things like someone used his family member for ritual purposes just to get money even some go outside to steal innocent babies other people's babies even their own baby either to sell or for ritual purposes or to make money. In year of robbery attacks, kidnapping, prostitution, human trafficking, drug trafficking, uh, fraud, and others, all those things they do to get rich. They do those things for power, but there is no power without money, except the power of God. Let me cut it short so that we don't stay too long. So in conclusion, money is an indispensable component of modern society. It is crucial in improving our quality of life, fulfilling our basic needs, and even pursuing our long-term goals. Money is also vital for a nation's economy because it drives its economic activities. But I advise everyone Money can corrupt the soul, only if you allow it. So let's all be careful the way we pursue money. So that will be all. Till next time, I remain your host, Nick Tears. I'll make the book available for you all very soon so that you can read more on them. Goodbye and have a wonderful day.